This is DWZ Podcast with J-Rod here, Deleted WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod here, folks. So, welcome back for another episode, folks. I know it's been a week, but we got some interesting topics we want to talk about. We have about four of them at this moment. But let's go with the first one right now, which is a very interesting development. Now, some of you will say it's a load of bullshit. Others saying, nah, you just keep dreaming. So, But whatever the case is, let's just hear it out and see what happened. This past week on Thursday, it was told that Freddie Prince Jr., who's a famous actor. We know him from um, she, um, Sco- uh, Scooby-Doo. Uh, let's see what other movies, I, I know what you did last summer, and various other movies we may have seen him in, has hinted the fact that he's going to, wants to start his own wrestling promotion. Now, some of you probably saying, oh, come on, J-Rod, that's a load of crap. Well, to be honest with you, uh, if you know this or not, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. is a big WWE fan. Yes, you heard me right. He's a WWE fan. And here's a little thing I did not know, and this one is completely true. He has worked for WWE as part of the creative team. Now, some of you are like, what? Yes, folks, he wasn't that. Now, why is this being brought up? Why is this with Freddie Prince Jr. decides to bring up the talks about forming his own promotion? Well, let's talk about that. As you know... We haven't forgotten what happened last year, as we call it, Black Wednesday, that took place on April 15th, where 40-plus WWE employees, I'm talking about people who worked in the office, the referees, the uh, wrestlers, backstage crew, whatever goes on, they were released. Now, we did not. Ex- we were hoping that kind of thing will not happen this year, but it resulted since it happened one year after one year after that uh, crazy event took place we just saw another set of waves but instead of 40 we had like maybe somewhere between 10 or 15 whatever but we had different waves of wrestlers that were being released throughout the entire year of 2021 we saw many wrestlers that we questioned like why them why her and all this and that like we saw Malachi Black was released uh we did saw a few others like Bronson Reed, um, Malachi Black. You know the list goes on and on, and and that kind. And then we have Karrion Cross and Keith Lee. All of this, this was becoming like a routine thing that's been going on with WWE. And Freddie Prince Jr. On the other hand, he thinks that there's a lot of things wrong with WWE. Like there's decisions that were being made wrong. And to be honest with you guys, I agree with him. Now, don't get me wrong. I I, I watched WWE as a kid during the Attitude Era, and that will always be my love that I watched as a kid. But however, in the years we have been seeing WWE, they've been making decisions that kind of made me like stop watching them, and I started focusing on other wrestling shows, even if they're not bigger like them. And that's when AEW came in. And that kind of shows us, you know, that's happening. But however, Freddie Prince Jr. even said he talked to Karrion Cross the day of his release. And 
he kind of asked, what the hell? You know, they brought you up from NXT and they just put you in the main roster and all this. And he even knows that the, the, the gimmick that they gave him when he first went to Raw, he knows that wasn't his idea. It had to be someone from the creative team. And they suck. And I always say this, guys. The creative team don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. That's the thing that bothers me about them. Someone needs to fire all of them. But beyond that, Freddie Prince Jr., he is one of those guys that could see things better. Now, he did state it that he wants to make, if he's going to start making a, a wrestling promotion of his own, he wants to make it have more of an independent feel. And when I say that, some of you probably question, nodding your head, scratching your heads. Uh, you're probably saying, what the hell is an uh, independent feel? Well, the reason is this. The independent scenes are, don't have, like, big stage, all of that. I mean, but they're awesome to watch. If you guys ever been in the independent wrestling shows, you know how rowdy it gets, how fun it is. It goes nuts. That's what m makes them great. And that's what Freddie Prince Jr. has. Now, here's a little fun fact that relates to this. Ruby Soho mentioned on an on an interview, podcast interview with AEW Unrestricted with Tony Schiavone and referee Aubrey Edwards that she feels that AEW has of a independent wrestling feel because most of these wrestlers that we have seen coming in AEW are all from the independents. Like, we've seen many of them we, from that time, and that gives it that feel. And I think that would make sense why Freddie Prince Jr. wants to do that. It would make sense because we want to keep it that way. Give it. It's because what WWE they try to do is like to pretend that the wrestlers – their independent careers never happened. It was all a blank and never existed. But that's something that us fans know we can never turn away from because that's where they came from. So I praise Prey Prince for saying, yes, I want to keep it that way. But he said that he is in talks about it. Uh, he said he got through plan, uh, plan A, but he's in the process of plan B, C, and D. Uh, but he did say he needs a bookie who knows how to book the matches, and he doesn't know anything. Now, I can now some of you probably tell me right now, saying, J-Rod, it, it, it sounds like a wish come true. Look, we all thought, they all thought the same thing about AEW, but if that, if Freddie Prince Jr. does it, I have to say this is the step that we need, because right now, at this point, with all the wrestlers that were released throughout 2021, all 80 of them, not all of them will ever go to AEW because they can't just sign all of them. They will just uh, sign wrestlers that they feel are value to them. They could bring in the audience, you know, the hardcore wrestling audience, you know, and that's something that they're looking for. But what happened to those who don't? I mean, Impact Wrestling may not be are a good product, but they don't have the the financial resources to pay the wrestlers. NWA, well, I don't know. They're they're not much of a they are a major promotion, but they don't have that feel where they can make it bigger. You know, that's the thing. Ring of Honor, they haven't been, they have are now changing shifts and that sort of thing. Like right now, it's still unclear what they're gonna do. But right now, let's just wait and see what happens. If Freddie Prince Jr. does make it happen, I'll give him credit where his credits due. Now, let's talk about some interesting topics. As you know, there's been shift changes with wrestler with the cruiserweight division in WWE. 
Majority of the wrestlers that actually were Cruiserweight that were part of the 205 Live brand are now gone. Majority of them. You got Ikemanjiro, Grayson Waller, Kushida, and I feel it hasn't happened. And 205 Live has now changed into bringing in heavy hitter wrestlers, like the heavyweights. And not to mention, they even use uh, women in the wrestling thing. But one time they had to use 205 Live to do the infamous um, Dusty Rhodes Classics match, you know, for the women's. And that kind of said. And I feel like, yes, we have lost touch with that. I feel like right now, if they're not planning to use Cruiserweights anymore, uh, some things have to change. And, of course, um, there was a report saying that uh, they're considering retiring the Cruiserweight. And I know this is harsh of me to say it if you guys are a big fan of the Cruiserweights. I mean, I'm a fan of Cruiserweights. But... I feel, yes, WWE need retired. Like, you got no one left in the Cruiserweight division in your company. That's that's something they need to do. Get rid of it. You know? Change the, 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 the name 205 Live to something else. And it, it, I feel that's what they need to do. Now, there's been talk about they want to turn 205 Live into a... Devamela... Devel uh, development program where they train the wrestlers to be more sufficient when they go on TV. Now, 205 Live is not officially in on TV at all. They just put they used to put it on TV. Now you see it on what well, was on the network and then Peacock. But some things have to change, and I feel that's what they need to do. And that kind of puts me in a in a position to say, "Come on, guys, things have to change." Do it right. You got rid of if because here's the thing. Vince is not a fan of short people. The two or five guys are shorter, and that's probably the reason we need to say Vince, get rid of the the two. Start changing because we don't have those wrestlers anymore. But those cruiserweight the wrestlers can go elsewhere. They can go to MLW or or Impact Wrestling. And I heard that the uh, the NWA are planning to bring back the junior heavyweight uh, division back into their brand. They just come started with the tournament, and we just had two wrestlers uh, they put on the pay-per-view, Red Titus and Austin Aries. But I'm very excited for that. But right now, I have to say, they need to change um, the Cruiserweight division for the best for all of us because I feel that's going to be something that they need to pay attention so I uh, think that's it. So you guys tell me what you think. But right now, let's talk about a very interesting topic. It was announced uh, yesterday on a press conference by Tokyo Yoshi Pro. Nodoka Temna and Marika Kobashi have announced that they are graduating from Tokyo Yoshi Pro. And they're moving on to bigger things. Now, I have... Um, the statement from statements from both these ladies, and this is what they had to say. Now, um, let's see. This is from Nodoka Temna for what she had to say. The time has finally come. It's almost six years I joined, 
but I was thinking about my life going forward and stuff. Tokyoshi Pro Wrestling is a, is a great place to be, including the fans, and I'm really healthy, so I couldn't find a reason to quit. But here I'm finally, I'm graduating and retiring. You know I love to eat. I have a general in interest in food. Our family has started growing and harvesting rice and vegetables recently. I would like to grow food myself too. I find very fitting for me to make people happy in this manner. I'm going to return home to Akayama and immerse myself in agriculture. I've been talking to the office for a while about it. But Koda-san told me that there's going to be a Ryogoku show in March, which was one of my goals as a wrestler. So I decided to retire in March. I have a great... I also get to do a hometown show in Okayama in January. There are other things I want to do before I retire. I'll try to do exactly that in the remaining four months. Tokyoshi Pro on the March 26th in Otimachi Mitsu Hall will be my last show. I can only be with Bakurasu's sisters with Yuki for four more months. So I want to have a match where I can be at our best before I go. If we build momentum in the remaining months, I would love if we could challenge and win the tag belts one last time before I go. Or perhaps even retired with the belt. In which case, I will bury the belt in rice patties in Okayama and retire it. Recent fans don't know me as Nodoka Wanzan, but on January 4th, we shall we shall all get exercise together and kick the shit out of the opponents. I will make sure my Wanzan gear fits before the actual date. So this was the official statement from Nodoka Temna. Now here's Moreka Kabashi. April 17th. Ryugoku KFC will be my last show. I was 14 when I debuted, and now I'm 20. I spent a big portion of my life in Tokyo Rushi Pro. It helped me grow and taught me to be an adult. I'm only 20, and I'm still a college student, and there are a lot of things I would like to explore outside of wrestling. I've been talk taking time off many times for college entrance exams, injuries, etc., and I don't want to be that person that's on and off, so I'm taking responsibility and leaving. Having said that, I can't deny the possibility that I might have fond memories of wrestling come back one day. So I will not use the word retired yet. I just I will do the best for the remaining four months to give back to the love that you have sent me my way. Before I graduate, I want to tag to Abduba Kobayashi of Big Japan Pro Wrestling, from whom I've given the KO in Kobashi. On January 4th, I get the team with Raku and Palm, who I hang out with and get along, so we can kick the shit out of Nadoka's team, not the other way around. So, it's now being said that 
Nadoka Temna uh, wants to retire, and of course, she has an in, she has an interest in food. Now, I don't want to make this as a joke for a lot of people because I don't want to make this as a racial. I have seen Nodoka. She plays out like this character where she loves to eat, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, even they put that in the wrestling ring where they try to bribe her with food, and that kind of fits her persona. I think that's what they were trying to do. So now she feels that it's time for her to retire and do exactly what she wants to do, like be involved in agriculture. No, and she already made that clear in her Twitter page that she is not a farmer. Her family are not farmers. They just um, grow food, that sort of thing. I don't know exactly what they do, but that's what they mostly do. Now, as for Morika Kobashi, uh, from my understanding, um, she's not – officially retiring she just wants to take time like leave tokyo yoshi pro to focus on her studies now those who don't know in in the yoshi wrestling world sometimes we have younger girls like teenage girls that start wrestling and they continue to wrestle but at the same time they actually are going to school as well uh i've seen that already with um what's her name with starlight kid i remember there was this one time she took time off because uh she had to finish her studies uh, i think she's in her 20s right now but yeah she's doing great for herself and there's been and of course we have um hina one of the hanan sisters currently uh is taking time off due to finish her entry exams and and that's sort of thing and that's that's common down there for girls who are younger and for teenage girls who are involved in wrestling that get involved and i have i don't have a problem with that but all I can say right now, because this is happening with with them, let's show our full support. No matter what they do, we will always be be there to give them our support, no matter what. Now, as for Nadoka, we know he's she's retiring, but all we can have is those fond memories of her as an incredible wrestler. I'll never forget her her timing with Bakuratsu Sisters. I thought it was a pretty good team. And for Marika Kobashi, uh, I want to say that she's a real cute girl, but whatever she does. And I did hear that uh, she wants to learn how to speak English so she can communicate with her English-speaking fans. So I have to say thumbs up. So it's still unclear it, when she'll be back or she will ever be in any other promotion. Uh, it's still unclear that, but she did state it that she is not retiring. and She's not throwing the towel yet, but it is what it is, and uh, let's just give her a full support too. So I think that's pretty much it for that. Now, our last topic is, in fact, um, this is a very interesting stable faction coming out of Mexico. These guys call themselves Los Vipers. Now, this faction was formed almost 25 years ago by a wrestler named Cibernetico. This guy was the ultimate heel down in Mexico, guys. He formed it with various people. You know, and I was like, I one of those wrestlers that were part of that was my favorite name, Abismo Negro. Uh, never met the guy, but the dude was incredible. I have to say, I love what he did. I enjoyed exactly what he's all about. And um, I don't know. I just love what he can do, you know, and that kind of helped me. But. The reason the Vipers have been mentioning now 
it appears not too long ago, a new version of the Vipers have emerged, but this time with a former member named Psychosis. Now, the last time we heard from Psychosis, he got into a big heated argument with Conan. Now, Conan was not utilizing him. That's from the story I've been hearing. Um, I remember that there was a video where Psychosis bitch slammed him right in the face for not returning his calls, not utilizing him, and that became like a stir of the news right there for many people. But however, let's talk a little bit about the Vipers because some of you may not know who they are, but let me explain. The Vipers were one of the most popular factions ever. And one thing I did notice I when I found out years later about them, much like what we had with the NWO, you know, dividing the group in half, there was the um, the so-called, um, you know, the NWO, black and white, and then or the Hollywood, or the, how do I say this, um, the Wolfpack, yeah. So there's that, and that kind of, that kind of puts us in that in that position where, okay, so what's what's going on with the Vipers? What's make them so special? Well, the Vipers, on the other hand, uh, they had they did had a moment a, a moment where they actually had to divide the split. There was, of course, this happened like in in late 1999 when the the members, the leaders, Cibernetico and Abismo Negro were actually in heat with each other, and of course, that's when uh, members had to choose sides. Now, there was Abismo formed his faction known as Los Vipers Extreme, Extreme, consistent with him, Electroshock, Pentagon, not Pentagon Jr., in case you guys are wondering, Shiba, El Cuervo, and Mini Abismo Negro. Now, Cibernetico, on the other hand, he had his own called Los Vipers Primera Clase, which translates to First Class. It's him. Psychosis, Hysteria, Mosco de, Mer de Mercedes, Maniaco, Mini Psychosis, Mosquito de la Mercedes, and Mini Hysteria. Now, at some point, they had th this whole thing with the two um, faction, two groups wasn't going anywhere, so they decided to, um, you know, make it happen, like, just unite them. That's what they did, and it kind of went in that. But next few years, be um, the Vipers began to diminish, and that kind of ended when, uh, of course, when the group died, when uh, Hysteria turned technical in 2005. Many other wrestlers left, but, however, as soon as the those Vipers died, a new set of Vipers called Vipers Revolution happened. Now, you probably say, what's so special about this one? The Vipers Revolution was began... When um, Abismo Negro formed it himself, being the top guy, he had various people. They were like the smallest faction. Uh, he had members like Hysteria, the Second Psychosis, um, there, uh, then Antifaz, Mr. Neblia, Electroshock, Extreme Tiger, uh, Charlie Manson, um, Scorpio Negro, and Kama Jr. However, there was this time in 2010 where... Mr. Niebla kicked out Abismo Negro and they replaced him with a clone copy named himself Black Abyss. 
Now, some of you probably ask, why Black Abyss? Well, Abismo Negro means, in Spanish, the Black Abyss. It kind of fits in. But later, when Abismo Negro died, they continued with the Vipers, you know, for another another opportunity. But uh, things didn't go well. They reformed the Vipers once again, but they're calling them Los Vipers 2.0. Actually, it was short-lived. They used Black Abyss as part of this, but they added... Amnesia, a brand new character, but they added um, Hysteria number three and Psychosis. Nothing. The original guys never came back. But in recently, we just saw a very interesting development. A new set of Vipers showed up. Uh, this one consistent of, of course, of what's his name? Psychosis, who came back. He contacted various wrestlers that were, that he felt they earned the right to become vipers now this is something that kind of tells us that the vipers are going to make a name for themselves as any other faction we have seen over over time but this time they added abismo negro jr now he's not officially related to the original abismo negro they have him they have um chica tormenta eris uh Forgot who else the other ones. Um, I try to find more information right now with that because it's really, really, really. Um... Let me hold on a second. Uh, because there was many people that actually joined that group. Let's see. There's anything about that? About the new set of vipers. Nothing. Okay, here it is. Here's who they have joining them. Um, Abismo Negro Jr., Iris, Whip, Chica Tormenta. Uh, Psychosis is one of those guys. So basically, this is one of those things. But here's what happened. Uh, back in on the December 4th of this year, um, AAA had their biggest event, Triple Mania Regia. And we had the return of Cibernetico, who hasn't been in the company for nearly 8 to 10 years. And he heard what's going on. He's heard that a new set of Vipers is being formed. And, of course, we all know he's the original leader. So it looks like he's giving his full support to the Vipers. And I think it shows us that, um, you know, we could see him more often. But now he is picking up his feud against Conan. Uh, he always had this rivalry with Conan in the storylines. If you guys ever follow it, I think it's going to be great. I'm very excited with the whole thing. And hopefully I get to see more what the Viper's doing. So I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this, you know, this episode. Me talking about Freddie Prince Jr. hinting about his starting his own wrestling promotion. The the the, the diminished um, cruiserweight division in WWE. Um, of course, Nodoka Temna and Morika Kobashi graduating from Tokyo Yoshi Pro. And, of course, those Vipers, I have to say, I enjoy making these topics for all of you very great. Uh, get ready for more. Um, right now, one of them is that I'm going to be talking is a very interesting one that's going to be in the upcoming episode. It's going to be about that new promotion, Terminus, which is the modern art modern age grappling pro wrestling i'm excited to talk about it but right now 
I need to do my research on that for all of you, and there'll be more topics for me to talk about. So I'll see you guys in the next podcast episode on the next podcast time. So I must bid all of you adieu. So goodbye. And have a nice day. Bang!